Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey guys, it's producer Kyle, and I just wanted to say up top that this episode was recorded via Skype, so the audio quality takes a little dip this week. Uh, if that bothers you, I'd like to remind you that this is a free podcast. But that said, this is still some great A Jackie and Lori show, so I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. Jackie Cation, Lori Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Lori Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Lori show. The Jackie and Lori show. It's the Jackie and Lori show. The Jackie and Lori show. Okay. Good. It worked. Okay. We didn't clap at exactly the same time. Is that okay? Uh, it's a free podcast. <laughs> That's okay. what I'm going to say. I think we did it at the same time. I really do. Exactly. So okay. Kyle okay. will figure it out. And how the hell are you? Uh, I'm a little tired. Uh, it's like 1045 on Sunday night. And um, we, uh, we start our shows tomorrow. We were in the Apollo all day today. Rehearse. We like the monologue writers didn't have a ton to do, um, so we were just sort of hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> but we were there all day, and um, I mean the comedy that the uh, the sketch people have done is like so fucking funny. It's really great. I'm psyched. You know. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. It's yeah. Uh, I think that that is shrewd of them to write something funny. God knows. I have been uh, sitting around <laughs> waiting for this to happen. You and I doing a Skype TV, Skype, whatever the fuck we're doing. You're in That's New York. forever. Yeah. I'm in Los Angeles. I mean, right. And you are going to be in New York, but you're slammed. You're just here for like 20 hours or something, right? Right. So we, and we didn't plan properly, I guess. That's why we're, we have to resort to this. <laughs> I really do feel like we've resorted to something. <laughs> it definitely feels like a resort. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like somebody talked us into something. Yes. So I, 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 by the way, I was business class, not first class. That's class. right. Just let's get it right. Let's get it. Let's find but, out. But I did get to lay flat and sleep on the red eye, which is heaven. It was really awesome. Was it really great? Did they wake well, you up like you were in the hospital and keep handing you food? No. Oh, they had a listeria outbreak. So it was American Airlines and they didn't have much in the food. I mean, I, I brought my own, and <laughs> uh, but I just went to sleep. And it was so nice compared to sitting upright in JetBlue. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to go back to my regular red eye. It's, <laughs> it's ruined me. Right. It's uh, definitely figure out how to... I don't know, have them pay for you to fly, fly flat. Figure out how to be wealthy. Okay. <laughs> yes, if you could figure then, out how to be fabulously wealthy. So then, so I got in Saturday morning and, um, and then I slept a little bit more and then um, at my place. And then um, I had four spots all at the stand on Saturday night. And it's weird, like the middle two were, you know, Saturday shows is kind of, to me, they were very touristy and they, like, I, they didn't get like, uh, to me, they didn't get the clever tags. Like I was deleting tags, oh. you know, like I was just throwing water out of a boat. And, um, and then the, 
the midnight show was really fun and the early show was really fun. It, but, you know, and that has me really worried about the hour I'm doing on Friday night. I'm, I'm wondering, oh, my God, are, are the Friday people going to be like the Saturday people just sort of like comedy newbies or people on dates and stuff? Right, and just wandering in at the stand. What time is the uh, the hour? It's a 10, it's a 10 o'clock. Well, I think I think that'll I be think good, though. Yeah, hopefully to be comedy fans are kind of tired. That's my favorite crowd because <laughs> the expect Yeah, where where you have to work a little bit, but then I can start commenting on what the show is about and then it's a lot more fun for me than having to just jump from joke to joke. Oh right. You know. Yeah, yeah. It is more interactive. Yeah. If if they're tired, you can yeah. start talking to them. So I saw Ada Rodriguez last night. I did the oh, yeah. I did the improv. It is Sunday night right now, so I did Saturday at the improv. And it was the ten thirty show, Hollywood Improv. Mm-hmm. And it was a great lineup. It really was. Jeffrey Baldinger, do you know that guy? He mm-hmm. he hosted. And then um I think I was first. Yeah, I think I was first and then Ada went up. Somebody else went up. It was oh Brandon Walsh. And Oh great. Yeah. And then uh, Ramesh Ranoush. I don't know. I've never actually talked. I've seen his set now twice and it's always hilarious. And I wish if it's the guy I'm thinking of, he's really funny. He's really funny. He wears glasses yeah. and, um, and he is, it's just really, it's, it's my favorite kind of standup in the, in, in the yeah. way of like silly, smart, you know, weird. Yeah. yeah. But Ada was so funny cause she was just busting the audience so hard like they were a little quiet (laughs) and so the timing was up like i knew that i was going to do i was doing 12 minutes and i knew that my first six or seven was going to be brand new wow because i didn't want you know and and when i say brand new i'm talking i've tried it four times four or five times and um and i put it in the new order and it mostly worked, and I recorded it like a person, like a person yeah. who has a has a career in stand up comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, and I listened to it, and it was a mess, but I was clearly having a really good time telling those jokes, so mm-hmm. the audience was on board. And then uh, the guy from what's it called? It was there in the audience who's going to come to Carnegie Hall this week, or well, it'll be over by the time this goes. Oh, from from the late night show. Yeah, yeah. I- and um, cool. and he was there. He was the only guy in the audience in a suit. <laughs> so it kind of, I was like, oh, you do out. look like you work for a living. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1030 at night on a, on a Saturday. But he said he was coming to the Regan show. So that should be, that should be oh, fun. Oh my God. That's great. And I'm not staying at the Four Seasons. It's an outrage. I'm staying at the Ritz Carlton. What? That's where, you know, that's where the jailed Saudis are staying in Riyadh. You know, the pr- oh, yeah, yeah, they're princes. staying at a Ritz, aren't they? Yeah, they're being held at the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's hold the Saudis at the Riyadh Ritz. I hope it's let's attached get- to an Applebee's and they all get high cholesterol. Well, let's just giggle before. I think the latest I've read is Saudi Arabia wants to go to war with Iran and they're going to drag the U.S. in. And uh, so let's giggle while we can, because I think something horrific just happened in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we don't even understand yet. Why? Why would we? First of all, just as as individual citizens, we're not paying attention at that level. And then uh, our representatives are certainly not doing it. Uh, so. We're not even getting representative government right now. It's pretty bad. 
It's pretty grim. It's, it's bad. <laughs> it is. There's a today's the day of another horrible shooting. A lot of little kids shot at a church and church in like Texas. You, you yeah. Go, you go on Twitter. It's the same shit. And we're all just so outraged, and nothing changes. And I don't. I'm just. I, I, this can't just keep repeating. But I, it is. It's crazy. Yeah. My theory is that they're driving us nuts so that we kill each other, and then they can just sit back. And leave the country like Pinochet with a bars of gold and diamonds and re- sewn in their clothes. Get, give me my Luxembourg passport. I'm out of here. Right. Goodbye. Well, <laughs> it's. I wonder what the the politics of Luxembourg. I mean, luckily the stakes are a lot lower in what Luxembourg. Like oh, it's yeah. on the world stage. Uh, <laughs> the the role of Luxembourg. Did you see the hat that that? Uh, him and the guy, I think it was the the Japanese guy. It was let's make our alliance greater or something. It was a oh, horrible God, baseball cap. It. Yeah, and the and the English was a little off, but there's no way the Japanese made that. I'm pretty sure he made that hat. I, wow. I can't imagine. And then you mean by the guy you mean Donald Trump? Yeah, right? Don, or, yeah, Donald Trump. Okay, that, that's the guy. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, so I tried, essentially I tried, I tried six, I tried my six new minutes last night. It was great. And it was just the three new jokes. And then I have two other jokes that I'm working on. I'm doing joke machine tomorrow with Foley. So that should be helpful. And, um, and then I fly to Rochester, New York on Wednesday, get there at midnight. Oh my God. Thursday's the show. So I'll get to sleep it out. Yeah. And then. But then, then the madness begins, right? Because it'll be a Thursday night show in Rochester, a Friday night show in New Hampshire. And I don't know that I've organized tra- transportation from Manchester, New Hampshire, to wherever I'm performing in New Hampshire. And New Hampshire is not big. Mm-hmm. But I think I should have rented a car. So maybe I'll look into that when I'm done. I have a set tonight after this pod. We may have to cut it a little short, I'm sorry to say. That's fine. I'm tracking because we're recording this on GarageBand. I'm tracking <laughs> our hundredths of a second. I'm like, oh my god, we're really making some good time. Did you uh, did you come up with uh, a comic of the week by any chance? No, I was just realizing I hadn't even that hadn't even crossed my mind yet. Well, I got I you know I got the list of course. <sighs> Wait, I remember who we were going to do last time. Oh, but I couldn't find her. I cannot find mean? anything from 2016. If I could virtually she's, write to you. She's out there. Well, uh, I, should we do her? Well, I just Googled her name an hour and a half ago, and the thing that came up was obituary. What? Yeah. If she died, I'd be really devastated. We, no, we could, she's not she's dead. She's not dead. But, no. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where, but I can't find her. It's, you know, and we. She just, tweet, she just tweeted today. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, then let's do her in 20 okay, minutes. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait, people. <laughs> let's cryptically is... discuss. <laughs> this is going to be sloppier. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I don't do dork forests over Skype. Because it's better to look deeply into each other's eyes and not give a shit. Yeah, uh, I've never seen your eyes. Your eyes are always shut during our podcast. <laughs> or they're, they're looking down. They're looking I down don't at even, a piece I of paper. 
I can't confirm that you have eyes, honestly. Well, uh, uh, you'll you'll be happy be to know sockets. that I am actually a person <laughs> with eyes. Uh, it's, well, uh, I have yeah. my set is like the stuff I was. I'm just sort of. I've taken apart a couple jokes mm -hmm. and so they're laying out everywhere and I don't, and part of me is like, I've ruined this joke. I don't know how to get this back together again, but a couple of the other ones are doing okay. It's it. I just feel when I'm, uh, when I'm on stage this week, cause I'm trying to, I'm just trying to work out some newer things so that when I can do an hour, I have, I have old stuff I have memorized, but I just want this newer stuff to be a little tighter. Yeah. But it, I just feel like a mess right now. It's annoying. Well, that's because it's so uh, there. You know, one of the most annoying phrases in current parlance is a quality problem. But we're so busy that yeah. that and and stand up, quite honestly, is one of the most important things in my life. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. like I want to do everything else, but I I I I really want to do stand up. So, yeah, I th yeah, I think I knew that about you. Yeah, yeah, this is not a huge uh, reveal. Uh, um, <laughs> I was talking to a friend today mm -hmm. who is a little bit older than us, and he's a road guy. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how he uh, he's and he's a road guy without credits. Can I ask you, are you out of habit just writing his name down right now, even though you can't show me? <laughs> you would think, uh, because I am writing. I'm writing down notes to use as, as, a, as slugs for Kyle. <laughs> That's what I'm usually doing. That's why you've never seen my eyes. I'm always doing the paperwork. Wait a minute. I'm admin. When down to as, you know, my mother always told me, never tell them you can type because then it'll be your job to type. Uh, right. She wasn't wrong. She was not wrong. And it was the 80s mm -hmm. when she told me that. But um, so I'm talking to this guy, road guy. Yeah. And he's really funny, genuinely funny. Mm -hmm. And um, and he was talking about how he feels like he doesn't have anything to say to the young comedy crowds and that he's going to get uh, he's he's going to stop getting work. And he's already stopped getting like this one gig. Right. And I mm -hmm. said, you don't know that you've stopped getting that gig. Just because they haven't booked you in a year and a half doesn't mean you stop sending avails. You s keep sending avails. And yeah, of course. Yeah. There's a lot more comics, too. There's a lot more headliners competing for the same work, though, you know? So right. And I know that... He might be... He, he might be on an every two year now instead of on an every year. Yes. Right? It, it, that's it exactly. That's it exactly. Uh, the Vermont Comedy Club, I did it almost a year and a half ago. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I sent them my avails like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, are you guys booking first quarter? Because I didn't want to, because I, I had sent them avails at a year and, I, and yeah. I, I didn't hear back. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm on, they're doing a year and a half rotation. So I just sent it and he sent me back an email saying, yeah, we're going to get you in. We're going to get you in. Yeah, oh, that's great. And I was like, well, okay. Oh, good. All right. But so I was trying to explain this to my buddy and then. And then he was also saying something that is chilling. Chilling, I tell you, Laurie Kilmartin, is mm -hmm. not having the not not thinking your material is relevant means that you're not writing, in my opinion. Oh, oh yeah, right, right. Because you can you can be relevant. And then he was he was telling me, 
and he is relevant. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I think he's he's in a future that is yet to be, right? He's speculating. I'm dying to know who you're talking about. I'll text you. Yeah. Uh, oh. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, but the, uh, he, he's, but he said he saw, like, he said about five years ago, he saw Ted Alexandro. So funny. Oh, my God. Ted Alexander is so good. He's so good. And he said, you know, he's a little bit older than both of us. And I was like, is he? And uh, and he's Ted's, Ted's younger than you and me. I think he might be in his late 40s. Well, he seems late 40s for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what our my friend was saying, because um, he was like, I when he told me how old he was, I was like, there's no way that he's he's my age and yet he is and his stuff did not feel like it was irrelevant or played to an older crowd or anything like that and i was like yeah yeah take that to heart that's what you take to heart because ted alexander is constant i mean he's living in the moment is what he's doing he's writing <laughs> jokes now true now he here's the other thing though is Ted doesn't have a, I think he's engaged, but he doesn't have a family. So he's not like, there's other thing is, are you talking about middle-aged concerns? Even if it's new material, if you're still talking about kids and a mortgage and stuff, then that puts you in a different place for an audience, the whiplash audience that's like 21, right? Oh, they're, oh topic they're like, what are you talking? Yeah. So is, is that part of the problem probably but like when you think about it both of us are talking about our age essentially on Mm -hmm. on stage yeah and people are laughing yeah and it's it's 22 year olds and when i do the the middle age the menstrual stuff the perimenopause stuff the 22 Mm -hmm. year olds in the audience uh kind of cock their heads like golden retrievers and look at me like what's gonna happen and so it's sort of a, it's a little bit of a PSA situation, but then they laugh. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think I think you could talk about whatever you're in. I think and granted, I'm the kind of person who wants to force feed the audience the topic I'm talking about. I did a joke about uh, Yugoslavia three years yeah. after it was dissolved. <laughs> Yugoslavia no longer Relevant. Maybe it'll come. You've, you've always tried to get them back together. Though. Right. I That's have been petitioned. Your, your pet project. <laughs> Let it go, Jackie. Yugoslavia is dead. Oh, poor Yugoslavians. But also, you texted me. You texted me who we're talking yeah. about. And I, does this person, do they get out five or six nights a week? I'm not sure they do. He works the road 40, 45 weeks a year. And he opens for big shots. Mm, so, well, I mean, the thing is, is, is a, I think he's just living in, in fear, you know? Yeah. There's a thing of like, uh, when you're in, when you're, if you're just doing a, some shows that are like, you know, kind of, they don't get, you know, most LA shows, you don't get paid. You're kind of, but you're hanging out with younger comics and, and younger audiences it's sort of like a tuning, you know, you kind of tuning your piano a little bit. Yeah. And then you go back out on the road to audiences that are mostly um, middle class and mostly leading the same life you're leading, right? If you're just on the road, it's a lot of, yeah. you know, maybe couples with kids and stuff. Right. I, 
I, I think if you're, if you're not able, you know, if you're, if you're doing Wednesday through Sundays or yeah. Wednesday through Saturday, then you come home, you just, you know, you just stay home. Maybe you're sort of missing that little connector that you need, which is, you know, right. kind of doing weird, weirdo shows at home. Right. And I'm sure he appreciated me busting his balls about writing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciated me going, don't even say it. Just get out more. <laughs> just start. Yeah. Just do that thing where you mine your life and uh, <laughs> looking for premises. You know, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like when someone's uh, very attractive and all of a sudden they get older and, and they've, they've been uh, perhaps leaning on their looks mm-hmm. a lot and then they feel like they have nothing versus people that are like... Uh, going, you know, leaning on other parts of their personality right off the bat, uh, you know, they tend to age better than yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fading beauties. <laughs> and not, not that, you know, any comics we're talking about are like that, but I think, I think if you, you, you know, it's weird because like when you and I and what most of us started, we were like the youngest comics in the, in our generation, right? Right. We're, Whenever you start, if you're like 20 or 21, you're really young, Yeah. you know, and then, then you become a kind of like a senior comic and it's, sometimes it's hard to, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird, you're like, oh, I'm like those guys that were the old <laughs> ones when I started. Right. It doesn't feel good, you know, but you don't have to be like them. Right. And maybe the, even the young comics don't see you that way, but. <clears throat> uh, let's stitch that on a pillow. You don't have to be like them. <laughs> because you don't you can be yourself and it's it's like they're the what what coming in and being super young and starting at that age i just did a dork forest with uh, dan black right and Mm -hmm. he talked about magic the gathering anyway i'll move on but he um (laughs) he he started like he asked me when i started that i was 19 when i started and he was like i don't think i would have had anything to talk about whenever i see someone who's 19 who does it i don't i i don't know if i would have been good i was like you weren't good at 25 when you started what the fuck you know (laughs) i was like you're gonna be just as bad when you first start out if you start at 50 like if anybody's out there thinking i should do stand-up comedy but i'm too old or i'm too young well you're never just what (laughs) You know, you're going to suck in the first couple of years anyway. I only knew one guy who went from open micer to headliner in three years. And he started when he was probably 35. And it was because his life was such a train wreck that he had a lot of material. You know who who went really fast is Dean Del Rey. Oh, yeah? But he was also a mute. Like, he had stage he he would have the stage thing figured out because he was a musician. This, okay, I, I th- I'm pretty sure this is correct. Um, That's I a lateral be... move, though. I think, like, if you're an improv or you're an actor, or I think if 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 you if you have the aptitude, you can make the jump faster. Was he a musician? I think he was like in a bunch of bands or something like that. But I'm saying, so you're used to being yourself on stage, which is like 90% of the battle of stand-up comedy. The other 10% is writing, right? Yeah. Or maybe I don't have the odd, the ratio figured out exactly. But <laughs> but I think, you know, so someone, so he can kind of scoot over to stand-up and he's already a natural storyteller and it kind of fits, you know, it, it comes together quicker for him. But I, you know, it's... uh 
who cares how old you are? I mean, you may not be able to make a living at it if you start when you're 50. Right. You may not be able to. You might be um, able to, but but if you're going to like it. Yeah, if you're going to like it, who cares? Yeah. 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 So I, why would you, you know, they always say, you know, what, uh, if you want to start painting when you're 50 and you're like, uh, it's too late. You're like, well, it's never going to get any sooner. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> And they're not wrong. They're completely right. <laughs> so yeah, just, and, and you'll, and I, my theory is also is that you'll know immediately if you want to do it. Yeah. Cause um, it's a pain in the ass to start it's just, something new. I, I hope that this podcast is letting people know what a pain in the ass it is to be a comedian. (laughs) Oh, it really is. You always have to get up on stage. You have to, I mean, you can't take you. I mean, I, some people do, I, you know, I don't think most people can get away with taking a lot of time off stage, you know? Right. And people who say that they're going to do it, I always, I worry for them and yet it's not. It's none of my keep your eyes on your own paper, Cation, because it's not any of my business. And if pe- somebody needs to take a break, for God's sake, take it. You know, yeah. it's uh, especially if there's some sort of like you're exhausted or you're going to kill yourself or there's, you know, some uh, like if there's a gr- grief in your family, like you chose to deal with it in a different way with your dad where you dove in. But, yeah. but there's there's other people who need to need to isolate and sort of lick their wounds a little bit and regroup. Yeah. So I think both valid. But don't but don't like create limitations. I mean, it's fine to know your limitations, but don't create extra ones. You don't have to like the industry will limit you <laughs> in every possible way. You don't have to do help them out. You don't have to do any of the work for them. They'll nope. tell you you're a woman. You're too tall. You're too short. You're too old. You're, you're too fat. Too you're too skinny. You're, your boobs aren't yeah. big enough. Your ass is too short. What? Uh, <laughs> have you seen the short ass who, people? They're has, ridiculous. Who have you been talking to in the industry? <laughs> well. Let me tell you, it's, um, and then what happened? I don't know. So tonight I'm going to the Hollywood hotel when we're done with this to do oh, Liam McEnany. Liam's. Yeah. Liam's mm-hmm. tell your friends show. I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I used to do that in New York. It was kind of the infamous show we did in New York. It's I think Rafifi. It was in the basement in a very long, thin room. Yes. And one time I was there and, um, there was like one seat that the comic, whoever's next sat down in, mm-hmm. you know, and because it was sold out, it was packed. And so the comic, I was next and the comic, you know, was introduced and got, went up on stage. And so I sat in his seat and the person next to me said, oh, I think that's his chair, like pointing to the comedian. <laughs> yes. And part of me was like, I wanted to, I was in a bad mood and I wanted to go to be snotty about it. And I just didn't. And I said, Oh, I'm, I'm actually a comedian and I'm up next. And I explained it. Right. You took pa- the time to- I, more patiently than I wanted to. And that person was Ira Glass. Oh, and I realized after I was talking to him, like, Oh my God, that's fucking, that's the American, this American life guy. It was almost rude to Ira Glass. Right. I was rude to Ira Glass because uh, I uh, I recorded an episode of of uh, This American Life 
but they never aired it. So if you ever look at the credits on my website, it says that I recorded an episode of This American Life. <laughs> <laughs> why Why would they? Did, Three hours. Because... Two and a half hours. Oh my God. I talked to them and the production people. And they wanted me. It was a story of my Uncle Tom who accidentally. Remember the cyanide murder? Yeah. Anyway, so there was a copycat. Uh, the cyanide and the Tylenol, early 80s. Right. There was a copycat murder, uh, cyanide and a can of Coke in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Someone died. That was my Uncle Tom. I told him that story. He died or he was the copycat killer? Uh, there's a twist. Oh, so, okay. So uh, feel free to go to uh, thedorkforest.bandcamp.com and spend a dollar for that story. It's called Uncle Tom. Anyway, uh, yeah, so whatever it was is I spent two hours with them uh and they wanted me to like call his kids to talk about him and and the and the and the murder and stuff mm-hmm. and i was like no no you could call his kids but i'm not gonna facilitate that and then and he wanted you to papadopoulos yeah he wanted you to wear a wire yeah like roll over and all of a sudden just Bad. I was like, I, I, I can't do it. I, I, I don't know them very well. You know, it's my stepmother's uh, sister's family and they're not my favorite of her sisters. So, mm-hmm. um, but I did throw my favorite of her sisters under the bus. I said, we can call my aunt Pam. And we <laughs> called my aunt Pam. And I wish, I kind of wish I had the raw footage, the raw um, audio, mm-hmm. because my aunt Pam was hilarious about the whole thing. She was great. And it was wonderful, but uh, so be it. And anyway, so the the long skinny room, the other one that's a long skinny room is the mm-hmm. the comedy club in Sacramento, in the tourist area, Old Sack. Old Sack is long skinny. That that's what it was the one time I did it sixteen years ago. Did they well, did wait, it move? There used to be no. There there was one. Um, there was one that was perfect. It, it was there. It was inside old. It was uh, it was in old sack, and uh, it was a great location. Low ceilings. Um, Leno worked it. Seinfeld worked it. Like they, everybody who was coming up in the eighties worked it. Oh. And that was like my. He paid like a hundred to uh, host, and you had to drive up to Sacramento. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he had another room in Citrus Heights. Oh. Uh, and, uh, but then the old sack, he sold it or he got out of the business and, he, or it moved to a different location. Like he lost the lease oh. and then it moved to a different location, but it wasn't long and skinny. It was just giant. It wasn't as good as the old place, although it wasn't bad. Um, but, uh, did he, did he change the shape again? So it's long and skinny now. I don't know if it's long and skinny now. I haven't been there in 16 years. Uh, because, uh, I stopped sending avails about five years ago. Uh, so I sent him avails for 11 years oh my and, God. Uh, he never booked me. And so it, was I it just, Steve, Steve, was it Steve, Steve or Scott? It was Scott. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Scott stopped booking it a long time ago. You may have been sending avails to somebody who no <laughs> longer owned the comedy club. Very possible. Which could very explain possible. why you. Yes. It very, <laughs> very likely. You know how people, yeah. things change. But all I remember is the, I worked it twice and I, one time I featured and it was, I, the only reason I remember it was long and skinny. Maybe it was just too big because the guy I opened for the headliner was a up close magician. Oh God. And the room was too big. <laughs> Was the up close magician named the Great Scott? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> did you ever work with him? I never did work with the great Scott. No. He had very pale skin and black hair. He looked like, um, he looked anemic. And I think he had a bird that, that died a lot. Like he was always replacing his birds. What? He, yeah, it was, oh. it was pretty, pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. Was he, the guy that I worked with was an older guy at the time. I thought older and uh, like he had gray hair and a big mustache and he was kind of, he was a little heavier. He wasn't super yeah, skinny or anything. I don't know what the great Scott looked like. He he was very skinny. Oh, okay. He yeah. Looked, was he a... looked like a, um, a vampire in a way. <laughs> um, hmm. Fair enough. Hey, do you want to do? do? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're we're both watching our, you're clearly... our garage band clock. <laughs> I'm doing audacity. <laughs> Because I'm on a Windows. Uh, yeah. Oh, so you just found her on Twitter. Yes. So her, what is her, her name? It's the great Paula Bell. And the last name is B-E-L, one L, and, and Bell. And um, I first saw her in New York. Like, she's she's very L.A.-based. I don't know that she does a ton of road work. But she is really ballsy, really loud, really funny, really like crazy. And I remember she visited New York. I saw her at the comic strip and, uh, I was like, who the fuck is this? Like I, I hadn't seen a lot of women with that energy where you're, you're sort of on the edge of your seat, almost worried. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like they're, they're going to get really mad at her. Yeah. It's, or, or, or she's just about to say something really awful and just ruin her set. (laughs) Like she has that sort of energy that keeps you on the edge of your seat she's really funny and she i like her a lot i met her in 96 at aspen the second year of aspen oh it was uh i went to aspen in 96 and she went to aspen and john bush went to aspen and all i remember and sue costello that's where i met sue costello and um yeah 1996 and all i remember is at breakfast she was just riffing right but uh, mm-hmm. she referred to herself as the third person. <laughs> and I said, did you just refer to yourself as the third person? And she said, Paula Bell always does. And it made me laugh. <laughs> and also, crazily enough, irritated the fuck out of me. So, But I, did, I just ran into her probably five or six months ago at the improv. Oh, cool. She was living down Good. in Orange County, she said. And um, by the way, the, uh, I thought you meant Renee Hicks. Because I, oh. I Googled Renee Hicks. I was trying to find out where the hell Renee Hicks is, and I can't find anything past 2011. Fuck. If Renee I, Hicks has passed away, that would be a drag because she was wonderful. Um, I thought she Renee, did have some call health us. problems. Okay. Oh, she's not listening. <laughs> but I, I thought she did. I don't know. Her Wikipedia says is. It doesn't say was. Right. Right. That was the other thing. As I, I looked at her Wikipedia and, and, and I looked at her IMDb. And neither one have sort of a an exit date, so you know she, maybe she made so much in colleges she's just like <laughs> goodbye, I'm done. Right? Maybe she's sitting in a gravy boat somewhere, living it up. <laughs> she was a Bay Area comic. If she took her college money and she bought a house in the Bay Area in ten years ago, oh my God, it would have been paper It would have been twenty one years ago, because I think I she was hardcore hardcore working the. Yeah. Through the early 2000s, it was like 95 to 2005, I think. She was destroying yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, if you'd, if you'd have bought a house in 95 in San Francisco, mm-hmm. oh, my God. 
just my think God. it's comparable to have bought an apartment in Harlem 15 or 20 years ago. Wait a minute. <laughs> not remotely. Not remotely. Oh. Sorry, coughing. You had to cough. It's yeah. uh so uh what do you got tomorrow? Um tomorrow I have uh, I'm doing two spots at the stand and then I'm doing a whiplash. Oh, great. Um, awesome. Yeah. You just asked me to do that. And it's weird. Cause I'm like, I don't really, I don't know that I have much new stuff, but I don't care. I'm just going to, uh, hopefully I'll, I will have some, I, if I you have fun, work after the show tapes. It. Yeah. Um, we're, we're taping Conan's taping at seven o'clock tomorrow night. So like my first sets at eight thirty, so um, <laughs> I ha- <laughs> I have to. I, we can like we usually, you know, we could leave after the comedy is done. Um, so I'll probably jump in a cab uh, and go right to the stand from there. Is, but I have yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, um, how is I've never been in the Apollo. I've never. I think I've walked by the marquee one time. It's such a cool theater. I'd love to do shows here. I'd love to. You perform know, Aaron Jackson there. was there. Did you see her oh, posting really? on Facebook? No, uh-uh. Yeah, her name was on the marquee. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a digital marquee. It's like the one they have at the improv. Oh, is so, it? Okay. Yeah. So they can put a picture yeah. and a name and, and, it, ro- and yeah. it can rotate if they want. Yeah. Yes. Well, she got a good um, stationary picture of it. So I was, I was kind of wowed. Fucking uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's, it's, you know, uh, the dressing rooms are way up high and you have to climb up a bunch of stairs, you know, to go work on the monologue and stuff. It's, it's like, an, you know, those old theaters are just there. They're all the, it's like a, a, a labyrinth backstage of trying to get places and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, they're kind of all weirdly small. Like everything's super yeah. tiny and yeah, it's all, it's all, it's vertical space, not horizontal. Hmm. Um, and then I'm, um, I have my book with me and it's printed, um, on, you know, like paper and I'm, I'm just crossing things out and stuff. And still it's not exactly the same draft that I turned in. What? So, uh, so I'm having to, I had to print my, my draft and then like check it line by line. Cause a lot of stuff I changed was like, you know, little clauses or, you know, and yeah, just parenthetical starts. kind of yes. fra- tiny yes. phrasings. Yeah, or I reverse things, or I'm, you know... Because that's I how you out. write comedy. You Right, I took out, but, or, you know, just anything like however, or whatever, stuff like that, where I'm like, oh, that slows it down a little bit. And it, it was a lo- lot of little stuff like that, where I, now I'm having to, like, read my sentence and then read what they have, and, and then, so it's just very tedious, and I'm, I'm carrying this giant stack of papers around with me, because instead of doing it on the computer i'm actually just doing it on the paper and uh it, hopefully it'll be less confusing i think there's too many drafts floating around the office or something like that that's yeah might be a problem yeah anyway i think uh i'm behind on that uh, it's supposed to be due tomorrow but um it's not going i don't i can't do it it's not gonna happen you know? yeah you'd have to be up yeah. for another i mean like right now it's like eleven thirty there so it's yeah almost. it's already super late <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and there's also the, there's only so much I can 
like it's really hard to just sit and go through and edit your own stuff it like I can do about an hour and a half before I'm just crawling out of my skin because I hate everything I say and everything I do and (laughs) so it's not like I can not good if I could like sit for 12 hours straight and power my way through this it would be done and I could have done it all this weekend but I just I can only do little bits at a time yeah you know yeah fair enough it is uh there's it's literally the analogy I have was not apropos. Uh, uh, it was something to do with a video game. I'm done. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you, you do as much as you can and then you, then you, uh, you move laterally. Yeah. So I think I have like about 20 spots this week. Really? You know? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm like at one an hour once <laughs> I start out there. <laughs> so I have a, I have a good, a good amount of work and, and that's starting tomorrow right or are you counting yeah, well, last night which were like four sets last night right i think st- 20 starting tomorrow maybe okay total for the week wow yeah I, have, I think i have like five on saturday wow Next saturday. are you coming back on sunday i am returning on sunday yes. like because this will go up the 13th i think i come back the 13th yeah. so and then i leave again on the 16th to go to bloomington with Maria. Oh my God. And when are you coming back again? Uh, the 19th and, okay. and that's Thanksgiving week. Right. So, but I, uh, I'm hoping to have the meat shield, uh, t-shirts, the new, the new meat white cool. lady meat shield t-shirts for, mm-hmm. for Bloomington. Cause Maria has, I'm opening for Maria at the comedy attic. I just headlined there. Thank God I have like 15 minutes worth of new premises at least. Oh, that's great. Because I'm, and I'm only doing a, you know, 25 in, oh, in front of her. Fun. It'll be so fun. And, um, and I'll get to work on that 25 and then, uh, or at least that 15. And then, um, but I think if I, if I, if I bring those meat shield shirts, I can sell a bunch of them. I have that, um, uh, that farmer's market on Saturday. Oh yeah. Am I, or am I thinking of, Am I thinking of Vermont? I did those two those two clubs almost back to back, so they're starting to meld in my head. No, no, Vermont has the has the farmers market. (laughs) Yes, okay, but they're both like really cool little gigs. They are. You know, what's funny is uh, in uh, I believe in 1994 it would not have been. Remember that gig with the farmers market? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, it would have been. Remember that gig where we went out looked at the Parthenon? Anyway, so what? uh, I, I I went into my own head with a story. Did you ever do, um, and I think I might have mentioned it before, the um, uh, Biner? Uh, the com- John Biner? Yeah, Comedy on the Road. Comedy on the- my first TV credit. Yeah, mine too. Mine was in Nashville. Uh-huh. Where was you? <laughs> Where was yours? San Francisco? Uh, Hawaii. What? Yep. Yeah, there's there's no justice. There's no there peace. There's no justice. It was Why? me, Karen Karen Anderson. All the San, it was a lot of San Francisco comics on that one. Me, Karen Anderson, and actually we she and I took a picture with a parrot in Hawaii um, that I still have. Hmm. And uh, and then Kevin Kadoka was on it, I think, and Andrea Levin. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was. I think. I don't know Andrea you know, Levin. I know Cynthia Levin. Uh, oh, Cynthia Lemon's very funny. Yeah. Is she in Chicago now? Is she what? Is she in Chicago now? No, no, she's here again. Remember? Oh, wow. Yeah, Cynthia Lemon, here in the in the late 90s, early 2000s, went to London 
and did stand up right. for like five or six years and then is back here, got back about a year and a half or so ago, a year ago, maybe. I, I was in a play with her like in 2001 or something like that. Carrie Louise wrote a play. You know Carrie Louise, the comedian? Nope. She's, do you know who Tom Cotter is? Yeah. She's married to Tom Cotter. I uh, know. But before, <laughs> yeah. Before they got married, she wrote a play and uh, Cynthia was in it and um, Vanessa, a bunch of comics were Vanessa Hollingshead. It was goofy. It was fun. Yeah. That, but it's weird. It, like, um, there, I know somebody else named Javonka Steele. She was a I know Javonka Steele. <gasps> yeah, she went to London too. Uh, I don't know that she's still doing stand up, but there's. Did you know Rachel Aria? Like, <gasps> yeah. She went to Spain. Yeah. <laughs> but she's back here, right? No, no. I think Rachel Aria's still in Spain. She got married wow. to a guy in Spain. And she just went to. That's such a weird career move to go to Spain. <laughs> well, she is also from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, by the way, the Milwaukee area. And her yeah. father also sells aluminum siding. Oh, my God. But get wow. this. Her father, much more successful than my father. Probably doesn't have a gambling <laughs> problem because they lived in ah. Fox Point. And I lived in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> my God. But Rachel Arief, uh great comic. Very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still follow well, her on it's... Twitter and, um, and Facebook. But Javonka, um, I haven't talked to in forever. Yeah, yeah, she's really funny. Yeah, ju- um, yeah. I went to. I went to. Everyone was going to London for a little while in the nineties, and I went for like six weeks. I think the Booker. I know the really? for, for sure. The Booker still owes me money. Because <laughs> um, he, 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 you're he never getting to, it. I know I'm not. He wanted to put it on my bank account. He wanted my bank, my routing numbers. And it sounded so fishy to me. I was like, uh, that's all right. I won't get, I'll just not get my money. Um, uh, but, but it was so fun. It was, I had some really fun shows and some really horrible shows. I think my best, like one of the best was in Manchester was great. It was shockingly great. Yeah. Now also remember the resentment of some of the British comics because, and I would totally understand this is like, I came to town and all of a sudden I was getting a bunch of spots and club at work. And a lot of these guys couldn't get any work cause they were locals, you know? Yeah. Uh, I have that same so, feeling about Jeannie Yashere. No, I don't. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's turnabout's fair play. I get it. Um, but, um, and then there's this like little tiny jazz club. And I think I, I remember the town, I think it was called Aster or Aston, something like that. It was like a very old Roman town. They still, they still used the aqueducts, um, that they built and that, and the room, like I could barely stand up straight and it was filled with smoke because this is a, you know, they were still smoking in clubs back then. Yeah. But that the audience was so hot and you were right in their face. And it, I, I still remember that how that show felt like I could feel my, my skin tingling for some while I reason. was performing. It was so fun. Okay. Hang on a second. I'm here. Hello? Are you here? Uh, Are you one still moment. There? Uh, can you hear me? Jackie. Uh, I'm going to hang up and call you back. I could, I could hear you. 
Are you still here? Um, Jackie? Uh, one, two, three. Clap! Fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Okay. Good cool. luck, Kyle. Well, so be I, I did two sets in London in 1989. Yeah. Well, we'll just give this and whole thing uh, I've already talked you about You know it. what? Good weird luck, thing about, Here's a weird story about Javonka Steele. We had a uh, sort of a, uh, an argument at an open mic here yeah. in Los Angeles in like 99, 98. And so we were mortal enemies until I forgot that we were mortal enemies. And then, oh yeah, and and I was like, oh, I forgot I was mad at you. And she said, yeah, let's not no. even worry about it. And I was like, fair <laughs> enough, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. That's good. We were like, um, I for I sent you a link to something. It's weird. Like, okay, comics. We know so <laughs> many different types of people, right? I mean, I'm sitting with these guys sometimes at the at the stand, and I'm like, what do I even have in common with you except for we both do stand up comedy? And that's enough. Um, yeah. There's a lot of right wingers that I that I don't agree with on any level, but they're funny, and and we have that thing in common. But there's also like. Like yeah. the angry well, that's left it. wing comic it's, it's guy. When they're, it's that, when they're I'm, first. I'm, uh, there's a couple their of third sentences. Uh, I just feel like I'm not a conspiracy theorist. What's happening theorist. to you? You're going and you're like, sure you are. Sure you are. That's why you brought it up. You know? So, and Dang. I just texted you a name. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, that's the, yeah, mm. same. And, but there's there's other names too, right? I I'm uh, uh, I'm worried. I'm like, you know, are you still going to be able to work clubs if you're getting this political? And there and is. You, if you don't I care, think you're right. I guess you don't yeah. care. And maybe you know, maybe there maybe there's a tiny Patreon audience for everybody. Yeah. And if you can yeah. find your fellow, well, you um, know, here's what I say. I say we've done enough. We've done almost done, fifty minutes. Maybe you can make enough money to cover your <laughs> I, I want to go do a set and I'm going to be curious if, um, if Kyle's going to be able to put this together, but I believe in Kyle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Okay. So <laughs> please save your file correctly. Right. I'm saying this to myself. Do you want to take a well. picture of yourself in headphones and send Don't it to Kyle it. for the photo? It would be, it would or do be you want to just take a picture of the Skype file, logo? So it was just um, you talking or just me talking. <laughs> it all syncs up. It's all happening. Oh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take a picture I'm right gonna, now. So I'm going to stop first at the Ritz-Carlton in Riyadh. I'm and then I'm going to be on my bed in, in Rochester, New York. Uh, and then I'm going to be. Uh, it'll all be over when this drops. So that'll be that'll be great. Those good. <laughs> Buy the pre-book. Yeah. Pre-order the book, people. Yeah. Those gigs are done. So buy Jackie's album, uh, buy her special, buy my book, Dead People Suck. What? Yes. All right. All right. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.